Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raph. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0. And bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rapp. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches college football history we may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight brought to you by sand hills global on 93 7 the ticket and the ticket fm.com all right everybody we're back it's the drive we're live it's thursday and we have the return of the legend ad <laughs> AD's just prepping up for his for his Oklahoma, reading oh, the yeah. notes, getting ready for the game this Saturday. Well, it's good to be back, man. Um, I thought I'd get away from the craziness going to Miami for a few days. <laughs> on Did business. you get away from it? No, <laughs> no, not at all. You know, the company I spoke for two of their uh, uh, two of the partners in the company are Miami grads. There's one that's a Florida State grad, one that's a Florida grad, and one that's a Georgia grad. And so it was interesting coffee yesterday morning down there in Miami and South Beach and just talking with those guys and uh, just people as I traveled, you know, just the uh, all that's going on in Nebraska. And it's interesting. It's an interesting conversation. I'll say that much, man. It's an interesting conversation. Yeah. yeah. It's, there's, there's, I think there's a little bit more ex- – I don't want to say excitement because Nebraska-Oklahoma always gets you juiced up and ready to go. But mm-hmm. I think there's a little bit more of an added touch – of of maybe juice with a, just a fresh voice in mm. the in the in the space. I think there's I think there's an extra juice. I don't know. Did you guys see the the video that Nebraska football tweeted out yesterday? Yeah, I've yeah. seen that. No, they're playing. I like that. I liked what I saw. Yeah, I've never there. seen that before. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, guys. I, like, here's the thing. Also, if we want to bring Vegas into this, the line keeps dropping in Nebraska's favor. Dun, dun, dun. What is what is the spread right now? Ten and a half. Ten and a half. Wow. It wow. started out. It opened at thirteen and a half. Wow. Then it was at eleven and a half for a couple of days, and a lot of times, as early in the week, it's Vegas throwing money on mm-hmm. on one of the sides. That's kind of the way betting works. Is it's Vegas throwing money on on one yeah. of the sides, so they were throwing money on Nebraska to lower the line. Once you get later into the week, that's when the the people like us, yeah. the, the normal people, start to start betting, yeah. and that's when you see a line change. So they start at you know thirteen and a half, then Vegas brings it down to eleven and a half, and people will start sprinkling money on Oklahoma to cover that 11 and a half. So it goes back up towards 13 instead. It's going back down towards 10 and a half. Why do you think that's taking place here? We are uh, basically five days removed. Okay. Let me see. Yeah. About five days removed, four or five days removed. Why do you think, why do you think the line's dropping? What, what, what is, what is, what is being done down there right now that you've both seen to make uh, and Vegas think about Vegas, they're pretty much they're really they, they off always, by much. They they always know. Yeah, they're really off by much. Uh, it makes me think about. <laughs> I watched that. I'll get this in a sec, Raph. That uh, Donahue. I, I know. I watched that last night. Um, uh, it's on the what's it's on uh, H no Netflix. 
Yeah. Oh, is it the, the, the referee? Foul? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Operation Flagrant Foul. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's you got to watch on, that, folks. It's fantastic. Yeah, how it he, is freaky. We got to talk about that after we talk about this in a second. We we got to bring that up because I'm thinking, it's, yeah, it's part of that untold series. Yeah. that is the same thing as Manti Teo, the girlfriend yes. who didn't exist. Yes, it's another. It's like another version of an untold documentary. It's you got to watch Op- it. Operation Flagrant Foul, folks. Check it out. And it's about the referee who fixed NBA games. Yes, Le- Le- for, the Lonahe, mob, for the mob. Tim, Tim Donahue. Tim Monty. Everybody's going, well, you know Vegas had Nebraska favored by 22 last week. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That is that, a good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> that is a very good point. <laughs> like I said, I didn't say they're never wrong. I said yeah, rarely wrong. Rarely. And they couldn't have been more wrong <laughs> last week. We're, we're, we're due for one then. Yeah. It's got to start sick up, uh, kicking on our favor. Well, it reminds me, like you mentioned, they just know a lot of things. Uh, even in your backdoor things that have maybe gone on who's hurt, who's yeah. not, et cetera. Uh, so it does. What makes okay? What do you guys both think? Why? Why is why is the spread changing? What is what has happened in four and a half days to where the, the spread is changing? I think something different for Nebraska is we're a wounded animal right now, and when you're a wounded animal, you have nothing to lose. And I think maybe Vegas Vegas is seeing that that. It might be a different Nebraska this week because there really is. There is it's nothing to lose, everything to gain right now. Absolutely. So if they come out and they lay an egg, so be it. You know, that's kind of what people were maybe expecting. But being a wounded animal, I'm seeing more I'm seeing attacking. I, I had I had a dream last night that Oh boy. I had a dream. Uh-oh. I had a dream. Uh oh. And I, I was seeing I was seeing our end rushers no more dropping into coverage. I was seeing Pin in the ears. Yeah, those back. are the kind of dreams you have. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> yes. All right. He's fully committed. Yeah, fully he's committed. Ready he's ready to go. He picked him. He picked Nebraska to win yesterday. Yep. Ad. I did. I made that call. He we're, said Nebraska was going to win. Wounded animal mentality. Time to attack. Let me ask the folks that are out there listening. Like I said, I've been gone since Monday. It's good to be back on the mic and just hear what you have to say. And I really want to open uh, the text line up. I know it's been opened up. It's already going quite oh, crazy. Yeah. Phone lines. Well. I want. I just want to know. You know, Basers. Well, I don't know. I just want to know your feeling. What, what are you feeling about Oscar football right now? You know, that's a pretty broad question. But what are you feeling? Give us a call on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline four zero two four six four five six eight five. The Starter Heyman text line at four zero two four six four five six eight five. What are your feelings going into this week and why? I just want to know. You guys shoot us a text. Uh, give us a call. What are your feelings right now? I'm going to tell you what kind of where I'm at with it right now. Like I said, if that's a few days to process it, it's it's something you can't get away from. Yeah, you know, no matter where you're at, unless you live under a rock someplace. First of all, I am uh, I'm thrilled that Mickey gets this opportunity because it it is an opportunity. You got nine games now, uh, nine games. You know, Mickey obviously we know the whole story. We know the uh, the whole um, uh, the story about Mickey. Um, you know, former player. You know, um, the, the success he's had at other places. First time as a head coach. You know, interim or not, it's the head coach. Uh, I'm focusing on Mickey is our coach. I don't like to get into the other conversations of other coaches and things like that. Although I know that's inevitable in the business and in the space that we're in, that's going to be a prominent subject and topic. Uh, but I'm getting behind Mickey like I know we are. I'll get behind Mickey. Uh, I think also, I think this comes with some caution too. You know, the defense must be fixed. That's just the bottom line. The defense has to be fixed. And to expect Mickey or anyone else, for that matter, uh, to perform a miracle in nine games is a lot to ask. But what you do hope to see is improvement. You do hope to see tackling in practice, which that you know that blip on the video showed yesterday. You do hope to see uh, you know, less broken assignments. You know what I want to see the most, fellas? The, the, the most thing I want to see on defense? 
sheer tackling. The number of missed tackles. I think we missed 12, like 12 and a half tackles. Well, we've been averaging 12 missed tackles a game. You can't beat anyone missing 12 tackles a game. Yeah. You know, so that is my biggest thing I want to see improvement in. Exactly. Mika doesn't have a magic wand. There's only so much he can do. But those are things I want to see improve. But at the same time, that is a tall order to have. You know, listen, you can't re- reverse a person's psychology overnight. It's going to take some conditioning. It's going to take some time, et cetera. But I tell you what, I think Mickey is up for the task. And we'll see. There's nine opportunities. And I tell you what, who's not going to feel sorry for Nebraska? Oh, you ain't going to feel sorry for Nebraska. There is nothing they would rather do than come in here and pound our heads in. And re- realistically, I'm going to tell you this. Venables being an OU guy, in fact, I was looking at the stats here. OU has like seven former players on their staff. Yep. Right now, they have four, seven former players. You got the first-year coach, obviously. Um, uh, you got Joe John Finley, Brandon Hall, Jeff Levy, Demarcus Murray, yep. Lance Mitchell, uh, uh, Phil Lodeholt, Caleb Kelly, Josh Norman, Curtis Lowton. I mean, those guys, they remember the beatdowns Nebraska's put on them before. Yep. You know, those things aren't going away, man. So, And I know Mickey is really going to try his best to educate these current players on the history and the significance of, of this rivalry. This is one of the greatest ones in college football. I mean, there were people literally who grew up watching the game of the century or the yeah. Thanksgiving games every year because that was the only thing that was really on. You know, Nebraska had prime time during that time against OU. So I hope they understand that. I know Mickey definitely understands it, but he also gets that message to these kids that are down there now and say, you know what? It's been a think about this, y'all. I'm going to say this. This is a crazy week for the players. I mean, you, you imagine just the uh, just the um, just the crazy emotions. That, okay, your coach is gone. Your head coach is gone. Who recruited you? You get a new coach, and let's forget to think, remember this too. You lost against Georgia Southern. Yeah. I mean, there's all these things going on. The changes that have taken place. You know. So again, people say people say this all the time. Well, kids are resilient. You know, there's some resiliency they don't have to shouldn't have to deal with. But you know what? This is big time college football. There's something you have to. Mickey Joseph was asked on uh, Tuesday what the, the OU rivalry means to him. Here's what he had to say. Well, you know, I, I played in the Big Eight where we had to face him. We had to face him every year, and it was always a big game. You know, I have um, I have friends over there. You know, and I, I um, they're excited, but um, it means a lot. It means a lot to see OU come in here because you know when they went to the Big Twelve, it kind of you know mm-hmm. you know kind of split it a little bit. But it's a it's an exciting time. It just brings back old memories. So and don't forget, here's an little added piece. Casey Thompson's dad played for Oklahoma. Yes, yes. You had a couple of him while they're talking. I do not. No, okay. no. They, nobody else talked this week. Unfortunately, it was solely Mickey Joseph. Next week, it gets back to normal press conferences where it's Monday. We'll hear from Mickey Joseph and and things like that. So you know, it was um, Thompson broke my heart as a kid watching <laughs> Oklahoma man. I mean, you would hear that. Man, that song brought nightmares because you would hear about that Sooner Magic all the time that would come on there. So, yeah, the, the, the lineage and the history, it, it goes so deep with us and OSU, uh, with Oklahoma. You know, go ahead. This just came across Twitter about less than an hour ago. Sam McEwen of the Omaha World Herald says that he found out this morning that Casey Thompson told him O'Shawn Mathis and Marcus Washington called him about the potential of coming to Nebraska before they committed. Why they should come to Nebraska. The response, quote, I trust Mickey Joseph. 
Mm. <laughs> That's all he said. Mm. Well, there Who were... at the time was the wide receivers coach. Now, now I, I, I don't want to read too much into all this, mm-hmm. okay? I think you guys can kind of tell where I'm going to go with this. You haven't seen a whole lot of players come out. And, and it's sad. Like, it's disappointing. Yeah. It's disappointing. Haven't you, I saw Anthony Grant. I saw Emmett Johnson. And maybe there's a couple that I missed come out and say, you know, miss you, coach. We're going to miss you. Appreciate everything you've done for me. Their recruiting class has all reaffirmed. I've seen that. Go ahead. They sent out those, those little those graphics where, where, folks, where folks can double down. I was just going to say that. So what does that tell you? Was there more trust in maybe a position coach of Mickey Joseph or was there more trust in the head coach of Scott Frost? Think about it. Casey Thompson has said as the quarterback that he trusts Mickey Joseph and that is what his recruiting pitch was to get O'Shawn Mathis and Marcus Washington here. I'll say this. What did Charlie just say? Relationships. Biscuits are amazing. Well, that too. Shakes are amazing. (laughs) Shakes are amazing. (laughs) (laughs) He talked about the importance of relationships. That's where, and and it can't be surfacey relationships. It can't be one-sided. It's got to be true, altruistic relationships. And I tell you what, Mickey has that. He has that factor. He has that trait. He has that quality. I mean, I was watching that video. Grant and Grant again, again, folks. I'm not diving into a video and saying it's going to mean uh, there's going to be this nine game. But I'm simply exactly. saying is this: when I seen that video, and I've seen Mickey do this before, not just in that video because I know Mick, but I seen him at that door when the door when the players were coming out. Man, that's infectious. Yep. That's inf- and then, you know, think about this. And their practices aren't like at noon or three o'clock in the afternoon. No. They practice in the morning, and we're talking about college kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So to have that much bounce in their step, you can see something, hopefully, yeah. that you know that transfers to the field, et cetera. But, you know, it's, it's refreshing to see that. Yeah, and I was talking yesterday about people are like, but it's the same coordinators. is isn't just going to be the same results. But I, I just keep on looking back. at It's just a different perspective. When you're the yeah. head coach, you have more of a chance to do things your way. You have more of a chance to, in, to infect the whole, the whole entire team, what he was doing with his receivers. He brought that intensity to practice with his receivers every day. Now he's getting a chance to the whole umbrella. Mm-hmm. And looking back on the recruits, that doesn't surprise me either because most of those guys, when they came to Nebraska, what was the first thing we said? Mickey Joseph's doing a darn yeah. good job. Yep. Exactly. So, so that does not surprise me one bit that a lot of these guys came for Mickey Joseph just for the fact that we as fans were saying that, you know, what? How long has he been here for? Five six, months. Five months. Yeah. We've been saying that every yeah. time he's got a recruit. We've been, oh, Mickey is down in Louisiana again. Oh, Mickey is up in Omaha. Yeah. You know, so that doesn't surprise me one bit that a lot of these players have their allegiance to Joseph. So it's interesting that you bring up the coordinators because Husker Driver asked this With Frost gone, do you think that it frees up Whipple to play more to his strengths? And I actually said this on a show that I went on in Norman yesterday is. I wasn't. I, I don't. I, I don't think that Scott Frost was necessarily calling plays, but there was definitely this awkwardness trying to figure out how they were going to combine and, and involve both guys into this offense and what they wanted to do. And when we look back, Scott Frost had a tough time. I mean, we knew this throughout the entire you know career of Scott Frost being the head coach here had a really tough time stepping back from play calling specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what all I said yesterday was there's none of that. There, that awkward marriage of trying to figure it out is done. Mm-hmm. Every week 
when we talk to Scott Frost or Mark Whipple, we would ask him, or I, we, somebody would ask him, hey, how, how do you feel like you and Mark Whipple are gelling? How do you feel like you and Scott Frost are gelling when it comes to play calling? That, that, that was a question. That was a, a, a looming question every mm-hmm. single week. Why? Because we go out to North Dakota, Nebraska's trailing, or excuse me, tied 7-7.5, seven to seven and a half, Frost comes out with a play sheet. Oh, no. Is Frost calling plays? What's what's the deal? Why does Scott Frost have a play call sheet? I thought he was done. Right. Like, think about one of the first questions after Northwestern. Hey, Scott, who called plays in the second half? Yeah. Like, yeah. Th- this was that awkward, yeah. awkward question yeah. that everybody wanted to know the answer. And no matter if Scott Frost said that they that he was letting Mark Whipple have everything or, or do everything he wanted to, there was a part of you that didn't necessarily believe it. And you know what? Nick, for that, can you just you know even be a question? Yeah, got old pretty quick. Oh, 100 percent. You know, it took away from the things that mattered. Yeah, you know, uh, we were actually focused on, or people were focused on, who's calling the plays. You know, when you and you can imagine if you're Whipple, exactly, and you're constantly well, hearing that. Well, you know? it's it's to, it's to a certain extent the fact. Not saying that the the media was disrespecting Whipple because that's not the case. Because here's the thing: Mark Whipple is more one of the more respected coaches on this staff mm-hmm. and because of his experience because of his knowledge because of his football IQ and here's the thing it was disrespectful that he's he was even put in that situation right to where it's even a question that he has to share like play calling ideas right. and get right. get an okay from the head guy like that's done mm-hmm. you, that that awkwardness that that Trying to figure out a, a marriage that works for for Scott Frost and right. Mark Whipple when it comes to offense, that's done. Right. We're, we're right. going to see maybe not this week, maybe mm-hmm. not this week, but after the bye week, the fall next weekend, I think we're going to see a, a freed up Mark Whipple. What do you think? Okay. With that being said, we want to get somebody to put some on the text line too, right? What are some of the texts we got on there, man? We have one question um, with Frost gone. Does Mickey? bring in an extra coach for the rest of the year who fills that hole on the staff. And I believe they already did that with Coach yep. Cass. It, I forgot. Is Mike it, Cassano. Mike Cassano, they call him is, Coach Cass. Yeah, so. he is now the the full-time wide receivers coach. Mickey, Mickey Joseph's still going to work yeah, out with the wide receivers a little bit, but not just not as much. Not in his capacity, because guess what? When you're a head coach, you have to figure out personalities. You have to manage egos. You have to manage personnel decisions. Right. You have to make the, the daily schedule. You don't just get given the daily schedule. There's a lot more, right? Mm-hmm. When you're a head coach, you have to deal with the with the the off the field stuff, right. not the X's and O's necessarily, but the personnel decisions, the the schedules, the like everything like that. That is what you have to do as a head coach, right? Mm-hmm. That's why we always coin the, or use the the cliche phrase CEO, right? Because you're right. not you're not doing the the dirty work. You are doing the the up top the the CEO type of work, mm-hmm. overseeing all all facets of the program. You were the face of the organization, just like yeah. Charlie is for uh, his Chick-fil-A uh, restaurant over there. He is the face of the generation. I'm not generation. I just seen Rico and I said generation. <laughs> Rico, Rico, maybe if you got here before 8.37 a.m., you would get a shake. Oh. Oh, here we go. Bum, 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 bum. Rico, Rico, before, before I could bring you on, I did not mean that. But oh, he's coming. He's coming. Guns blazing, but, but baby. I, I, like your, I like your Aaron Judge shirts. Wow. The Yankees are horrible. First off, you hate jerseys, so don't even act I like do you hate this. Nice job. You remember? Secondly, 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 <laughs> I had to fill up all four tires on my car. No. 
So that is why I was or, or are they just all flat? No, they were just low. Okay. So not nothing, nothing I, like crazy. No, you still nothing go, crazy. Still, but okay. I was driving and it was like check left rear tire, and I was like okay, and I checked it, and I was like oh, I'll check the other ones while I'm here. Turns out all of them were low. How? I was like oh that's cool. What uh, what PSI were they at? Uh, like twenty something. Okay. Yeah, you need to get yeah, that done. So, but uh, also you know the car, the new car is long, so I could fill up the front two, and yeah. then I had to back it up, turn it around, back it in, and fill up the back wow. two. Where'd you back it? At? Where'd, where'd you where'd you do it at? I went to Casey's. Ah. Down the road. Gotcha. Places, that's what I hate. Okay, pet peeve of mine, guys. Charging for air. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't like places that charge for air. That's why I go to Casey's. I mean, well, exactly. It's, it's a nice come air. up, but I'm telling yeah. you, man, that's, that's jacked up. Come on, up, why are we or, charging uh, for air? I'm just trying to get to point A. <laughs> there's, point I know a point I, have, I have, obviously, all the Casey's, and then there's two other gas stations close to my house that don't charge for air. So those are, depending on which direction I'm going. Exactly. Those are the other two I go to. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Don't Take- charge. The other one on the Super C up on uh, 27th and Pine Lake doesn't charge either, man. Yeah, that's yeah. right. They All these places charge. are like 25 cents for air, and I go, mm, looks Bro, like I need to go somewhere else for like, air. Looks like I have to Rico, blow it up. there are some that are 50 cents, man. <laughs> yeah. And it adds up quick. You, you know what? You know what? Air is all around us. Don't be like that. <laughs> don't be like that. Don't be don't be that gas station. All right? Be better. Be better. Be better. Be better also, also um, rude of you guys to not save me any food. Hey, I didn't get I got half a biscuit here I, for I, you, man. I, I didn't. I'll take oh, it. Really? Oh, seriously. I do. I got half a oh. biscuit. I'll take it. I so, thought I, I thought you were off today, so. I wish I was off You just didn't show up. And I got half a biscuit in this shake that Charlie this shake brought is down. Delicious. This is I wish, I wish I was off today because I got to play some 2K. Dude, I'm not playing it. So you're talking about the video game, yeah, right? NBA, yeah, NBA 2K23 came so, out uh, last week. I, I, and I, I like barely the played 2Ks it. Because they're all the same. How are they just all updated, the same? I just updated rosters. So, so that is slightly true. The graphics are better. The moves are different. All of that. And in this one, so in the My Player, you know, you make a My Player. You, you yeah. make your build. You try to. There's secret builds. But now everybody knows the secret builds because it yeah, was released. But they're like replicas of certain players. So I'm about to make I've a David that. Robinson build, mm. about to make an Admiral build, and uh, it's going to be fire. Rico, you should get uh, FIFA and NHL. Uh, no to NHL. FIFA, I get <laughs> if I have people to play with. Because I- I'm going to be getting FIFA 23 September 26th when it gets it comes out. I'm actually going to hold off on that because I'm going to get God of War Ragnarok. That is so stupid. We, uh, we are such in November. nerds. We need so, to stop this. No, no, let me ask you guys We are this, such man. nerds. Okay. I'm so excited. I have not played a video game. Like a uh, 2K, you know, Call of Duty. I don't yeah. even understand. Number one, there's too many buttons. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I don't know how you push all the buttons like you're that, so man. Old. Yeah, you're so you old. Know, I, was, I was used to the game oh. Pong. You're so old. You know, I was used to the game Pong where it's just like, bloop, bloop, uh-huh. bloop. Then I got it, you know, when my boys were little, <clears throat> I played, you know, it was kind of my distraction. Yeah. You know, when they, they sit on my lap. But I can't tell you the last time I played a video game. Well, just, uh, we should we should just bring some in. Should I bring my PS5 in? We should just bring your PS5 in. <laughs> and we'll, we'll dab. Here we go. Should we'll dab. we get? Should we record AD trying to play? Oh lord! Oh, should I get it, Madden? Madden or I, mean, I was pretty good back in the day. I used to hold my own though, man. It's okay. different. It's, it's different. different. But now, it's, it's different. I mean, there's too many buttons. When's the last man? time you played Madden? Oh, bro. Madden '98. <laughs> no, it might have been before that. Well. Maybe 2000, 2000. It's been okay. like years. I think, 2000, 2000, I think Donovan McNabb was on the cover of the last time oh, I ever that, played. Is that 05? Might have been. Sean Alexander was on 04, I believe. Hold on, yeah, hold on. let's see if I remember Donovan this one. Let's, hold on, let's see if I remember this. And we got a text in from Tater asking, any chance we'll see more quarterback change with Scott Frost gone? 
No. I just remember no. Whipple saying it was Frost's decision who had ultimately started quarterback. I'm the same way. I don't think Casey Thompson's give, given Nebraska or Nebraska fans or Nebraska coaches any reason to make any changes because to quarterback. Because think about it this Read time. that again. Any chance we will see more quarterback change with Scott with Scott gone? I just remember Whipple Dang saying it. it was Frost's decision who would ultimately start at quarterback. Yeah. Think yeah. about it this way. Casey Thompson came in when all of the coaches were here. Um Chubba Purdy came in, and he was the one who had probably the best relationship with Whipple, and you have not seen him in any of the games so far. And Logan Smothers was the one that had the closest relationship with Scott Frost, and he's the only other quarterback you've seen. Well, and Casey Thompson's given no reason to make any changes or think about – no. The offense or even, has not been the problem, or even rotating or anything like no. that. You stick with you stick with Casey, roll with Casey, and then they're saying that Ray Lewis was on the cover. Yeah, of I, I just, I, I just, Ray Lewis. I just looked Ray it up. Lewis. Ray Lewis is on 05. McNabb is on 06. Ray Lewis is on the cover twice, or yeah. just the once, and he did the intro for the year. It was the year they won the Super Bowl, or the year after they won the Super Bowl. He did the intro uh, when you start the game, and it is fire. Yeah, I might I might look that up and 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 get that for you guys so you can listen to. Yeah, it. yeah, I'll, 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 I'll check it out. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, you should dabble in some play in some PlayStation. Yep, AD's back. He's, I don't know. They had Troy Palomalu and, and Larry Fitzgerald on the cover at the same time. Once that was a great one. That was a good one. Whew. You know, being an empty nester now, that might be you, AD, just playing video games. Louis, all Louis would love it. Yeah, Bro- Brooke, just, Brooke would love it. I just can't get in the. <laughs> Remember video the Browns games, running back, man. Peyton Hillis. Peyton, Peyton Hillis was on the cover once. Drafted by the Broncos. Haha, <laughs> we're going to send it to break right now. Good drive. That's a good break there. Yeah, we, we're going to talk about the Broncos the too. <laughs> this is a 30 second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops.